Well, once again, hello out there in podcast land. Your old buddy Jimbo here with 50 Years Later with Jim Bumgardner, the podcast that uh, doesn't have a particular theme other than, well, you know, I want to offer you the suggestions I've found in life over the past 50 years that have helped me out in business and personal hobbies and so on and so forth. And today, this is a this is a kind of a big one for you folks out there who are wanting to be content creators, influencers, and things like that, and you're just starting out. And maybe some of you long-timers. This may be a tip that helps you more than you might be thinking about. So stay tuned. Be sure to listen to the ad and consider podcasting for yourself by way of Anchor. Well, hello and welcome back to this edition of 50 Years Later with me, Jim Bumgardner. And I tell you what, gang, this uh, carpool record, well, I say carpool recording, I'm the only one here, but the uh, driving in the car on my commute, um, you know, recording, again, the audio quality I know is not where I would prefer it to be, but thanks to the phone and the app, it works out pretty well. It's, It's okay for now. But more importantly than the audio quality is the audio content, and some days are hits, some days are misses. But today, I think I got a big hit for you, because it's a big tip for all you folks out there who are online and wanting to build a presence, you're a content creator, you want to be an influencer for the sake of yourself or your business or your organization. This one is an old school radio thing that so many of the traditional media folks didn't even pay attention to themselves way back then, back in the early 90s when I started in the business. They'd actually gotten what I like to call lazy. But I learned this uh, this methodology, if you want to call it that, was just a good tip that was so very important when it came to growing my own audience in different things, mainly radio. <clears throat> but it also applies to everything else when you're putting out content for public consumption, be it information or entertainment. Now, I'm sure you're well aware that daily content is very important. you got to have something new every single day if you're wanting to grow an audience because it's that type of consistency that people will come back to. Hence why I'm doing the podcast the way I'm doing it. By hook or by crook, it doesn't matter to me that it's not perfect. Nope, I'm not worried about that right now. It will get more perfect as I go as time allows for me to set up a recording studio at home that can work around the miscellaneous furry friends that I have that like to interject and really drive me nuts more so than the open air sound of driving in the car. So with that said though, now today's tip in the realm of content creation on a consistent basis, all right, that's the established thing, right? It's very simple, but here is the kicker. Now, in general, all around the year, it's good to have some things queued up for the weekend. Why? Because people, you know, people have still follow inside of the Monday through Friday, nine to five lifestyle, okay? The construct. So you want to be available when they are available. And there's no bigger time to be available when they are available than during the holidays. Any of them, doesn't matter. If it is, if you're in the U.S., any national holiday where you get like the three-day weekends and whatnot, be it Thanksgiving or Christmas, Memorial Day, Labor Day, any of those, it is so important to be there when your audience is there. Because 
you will be surprised, or you may even know this yourself, experienced it yourself, and noticed yourself doing this, but it's so nice when you are used to listening to or watching something at a regular time. So say you have, um, well, for instance, you know, like back, back in those days, say I was doing nights or overnights. Well, when the holidays would come around, people would start taking off. That would get more and more prominent when automation came in and you could, you know, just stack your show up. And there's not necessarily, well, no, I don't like that. I, I've never been a big fan of stacking them up. Some things, yes, you can do that. That's fine. But I prefer, don't. Do it as you do. Do it as you do. Planning ahead is always important, but you got to stay as fresh as possible in doing these things. Um, but during the Christmas holiday season, from that, and that's going to run from, say, December 23rd all the way through January 2nd or 3rd. And sometimes even a little bit longer for some folks in, in the content creation bubble. The thing is, though, is during that time, you're talking about week, week and a half of not putting anything out. Well, that's always been a thing to where if you're not there, they are going to go somewhere else. And nowadays, they're really going to because they've got so many more options out there to choose from. And it's not that they're abandoning you, and it's not that you abandon them but it's just a matter of the convenience factor. If you're not there, they're going to find something else to plug into. And again, this isn't to foster that spirit of competition. Because no, that's not what it's about. It's about maintaining your creativity and your content and being there for your audience. I know over the past few years, I got so lackadaisical in all of that just doing simple things on the jimstoybox.com blog. Um, I got burnt out and I was like, yeah, whatever. And I just lost my overall you know, everything about it. And it was just crap, you know. Um, but back when I was consistently putting out content daily, even the smallest things that were just little uh, foundational nuggets of content, like I was doing a bit where I had a this day in history type thing. And those are great because, well, History is there, and they do try to change it these days, but more importantly, they can't uh, if you're vigilant. But that's a whole other discussion. But the main thing is I would find that one little thing that was easy enough to be able to put something out every single day. Now, I would stack some up, right? I knew that, like, in the coming five days, there was something else that was going to be a little pressing on me where I didn't have the time to just sit down a morning so I would sit down ahead of time and put those things together and have them scheduled to roll out daily. But I was very mindful of that, and I made it a point that those things remain fresh. Now, okay, we live in an on-demand world now, so the need to be, you know, um, well, again, live, if you will, versus, you know, canning some stuff just for the sake of preparation... Um, again, that's not so much because you could listen. I'm recording this on December. What day is this? The 14th, December the 14th, 2022. And you may be listening to this anytime in the future. And that's perfectly fine. But in this moment, I'm fresh about it. Very fresh. And I know if I need to can a couple things for whatever reason, say for 
Christmas Day or Christmas Eve or January or you know, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. Say I do need to do that. I'm going to be extremely mindful of being in the moment then. So say I record January 1st podcast tomorrow. Well, I'm going to be thinking very hardcore about the calendar and who I'm talking to on that day. Okay? I hope you see where I'm, I'm going with this. But more importantly than just the freshness aspect of it is to be there for your audience. On the times when everybody else is taking it off, don't be that person. Because, like I said, if you're not there, they're going to go find somebody else to entertain them for the minute, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, hour, however long your particular piece of content runs. And they're going to find somebody else. Well, that's what's happening when these other folks are taking the time off. It's your opportunity for those people to find you, so long as you're there. And again, looking back to my radio days, um, I was adamant about that. Boy, once that made sense to me, boy, I couldn't stop. It was like, no matter what the holiday was, I was like, no, man, I don't need it off. I don't. I don't need that at all. Thank you very much. I would rather be there. Because my audience was there. And odds are, the really dedicated portion of your audience is going to be there for you. Okay, this is, again, it's so funny thinking about it like this because now it's all on demand. A la carte. Whatever you want, whenever you want it, however you want it. But, back then, wasn't so much. But most people would have listening habits. Like, say, they were listening on the way to work. Or they were listening at work. Or perhaps they were listening at home. But if they know you're there and they happen to be off work and so they kind of break in their cycle, there's still a good, strong possibility they are going to still come to you. Just see if you're there. Sort of like popping in on a buddy. Hey, what what old Jim's doing today? Well, he's, he's doing his thing. Now make it special. Like for Christmassy stuffs. I think I've got some ideas brewing that really fall in in the New Year's, you know, theming it, if you will. Um, but I can't stress that enough. That's the biggest tip I can think of at the moment when it comes to helping those who are content creators or want to be content creators and wanting to build an audience for whatever need. Be it, again, for your hobby, for your business, for your civic organization, for your church, whatever. Be there all the time because people are looking for you. I'm just saying. So, and what else is going on? It's uh, I'm a little ahead of the curve here in the drive this morning. Kind of started this portion of the recording a little quicker than I normally do. So I got a little bit more time to kind of talk about some stuff. Uh, and, a, and a story to share. Let's see. What would that story be? Well, going back into what I had alluded to in yesterday's podcast is, you know, I'm finding more direction. And where and what I am personally wanting to do. And that's really not by accident. It is by design. Going back to the three keys of imagination, belief, and action. I'm finding, once again, proof positive that that works so well. Because with the consistency of this action that I'm taking and recording this podcast every single day. And the the pieces of the puzzle that go into it. Um, The creativity is coming back, but it's starting to control itself. See, before, I'd have a huge problem with, I'd pause for a while, but then I'd start again, and then the floodgates would open, and I'd get overwhelmed with too many ideas all at once, which in turn would lead to feeling overwhelmed, 
and throwing out too much at one time and I'd just get ahead of myself and that would just it just wouldn't work out it would just be crap and I yay yeah yeah um that's so frustrating and I'm bet you're I'm not the only one bet I'm not the only one in that so in this one particular aspect of what my ultimate goal is and be getting out there and doing some speaking and teaching seminars about well teaching is <laughs> really what it comes down to and that's really flushed itself out since this process has began because again I don't want to pigeonhole myself into one genre at all that's the last thing I care to do because I don't think it's I don't it's not healthy for me I like I, in the world of writing I, I would consider myself now that I understand the term a pantser I do like outlines. I think they're important so you know where you're going, but at the same time, not so regimented that the story doesn't have time to breathe and really come to life on its own. So in this process and in my morning brainstorming sessions, it starts off as, again, go to bed at night with the objective for tomorrow in your head, and I guarantee you the answers will come. They will come. The solutions to your problem will come because you're getting there. Now, we go into the talk about the subconscious mind taking over and doing these things. And that that's a very real phenomenon. It just is. I mean, yeah, there's scientific proof to back that up if you need that sort of thing. Personally, I'm just going to hold on to belief and faith and knowing that it works. So I do it. But it's been great because things that I have been mulling around in my head for a very long time are starting to connect like a train you know I've had all these cars lined up on the tracks but they were mishmash well now they're being picked up by a crane and put into order that they need to be and I look at what my ultimate goal is like I say in teaching speaking writing um, on a full time basis and I'm seeing the elements that are going to allow for that to be. And I'm taking action on all of those every day. And that's what I'm encouraging you to do as well. It's going to be great watching all this grow. And as we continue to interact by way of email uh, or in the Q&A section on Spotify, um, I can't wait to see how you guys are applying these ideas or Inspiration or just the little jump starts that you need to get back on track. But yeah, every morning though, like I say, after I wake up and I jot down those first things in my mind that really are a lot of the answers to it that I went to sleep with, questions. And um, it's working out amazingly well. And then throughout the day, just kind of brainstorming on it a little bit when I've got the time. And it flushes out more and more. And then at night, going to bed, thinking about that one little thing that I'm missing the word. That way is that word that will tie the whole thing together. And boom, next morning, there it is. And for me, I've been really like, okay, in doing these things that I want to do when it comes to being able to share knowledge and information that I've garnered over the past 50 years, um, one of the things I always had a problem with, because again, I don't like trapping myself into a genre per se, but you got to have something that has merit and worthy of talking about to get folks engaged and give them something for their time in listening or reading or watching. Today, this morning, it really hit me what the particulars of what I can share 
that I could do so very confidently because these particular subjects are ones that I've gotten very good at over the years for various reasons. Most of, most of them really came naturally, I'll be honest. They just, once I realized that this was a thing that I needed to be mindful of, I would do and I would do them well. And I'll share those with you right now because this is going to be all part of it. Because even in doing the big, broad stroke, general statement of goal of being a a teacher and a speaker and an author um, on the information side of things, um, the big ones that jumped out that I've always been very good with and have made it work for me, number one, is time management. I'm really good at that. I can juggle the clock like nobody's business and as a matter of fact I've learned to embrace the clock and respect the clock so that it works for me instead of against me I can really get on the head of the curve there a few episodes back I shared with you you know the five minute timer trick to where if you have something that you really want to get done but you've been putting off and you just can't get that 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 little push well take five minutes Write down what it is you're wanting to do. Put it together a to-do list. Look at that one thing and dedicate five minutes to it. That's it. Doesn't matter what it is. Five minutes. You dedicate five minutes to it. Set the timer on your phone. Buy an exterior timer. Doesn't matter. Five minutes. And just dedicate to that one thing. It doesn't matter how big or how small it is. But I guarantee you, if you will do that and get yourself into that habit... You will watch those five minutes become the most productive parts of your day. And it will get you closer to your goals. No doubt. None whatsoever. And again, it doesn't matter how big or small the project. If it's a small project, you'll probably find that in that five minutes, you wound up having an extra four minutes to spare. In the bigger projects, you may find that, well, I I didn't quite get where I wanted to go. But you're five minutes closer. And that momentum will continue. And then when you do actually have that time to add another five, another five, another five, another five into that block, and you can dedicate a half an hour to something, that's a bigger project that does take more time realistically. Then you will see just a momentum, uh, excuse me, a momentum gain and grow that will get you everywhere you want to be in an effective manner that doesn't stress you out. Chop it up. Chop it up. That's so important. Uh, The next thing, as far as what I've done throughout my professional career, that's, in most instances, worked very well. I'm good at this. And that is promotions. I'm good at promotions, man. You tell me your business, and we can work together and help you design promotions and also your civic organizations or hobbies, whatever it is, it doesn't matter, but an organized thing you do and you need to create a promotion that will get you some really good foot traffic, online traffic, you know, I can tell you it's good to a point, but that's, that's a different ballgame. I'm talking about real world stuff that say you, uh, for instance, say you have a restaurant. Well, like what I did there, here's a promotional example. Uh, long story short, the, uh, the owner and I, we'd had a discussion about building a promotion and doing it to where it would enhance one particular night. Uh, this wasn't a paid gig, okay? This was just a conversation, and I wanted to prove a point. And he wanted to prove a point. He wanted to prove I was wrong, and I wanted to prove I was right. But I knew I was right because the steps I was taking 
they they could fail, sure, but odds are they weren't gonna. So here's what that promotion was: it was a Mexican restaurant, and his Mondays were terrible. Mondays were just crap. <coughs> Excuse me. So I was like, "Well, we could fix that." Oh, really? How? I said, "Well, uh, first off, are you willing to? Are you will? What are you willing to spend to do this?" This wasn't asking for me on a on a on a, on a a fee thing. That's not what I was going for. I just wanted to know what kind of wiggle room he had. That's so all I named an amount. I said, okay, well, what about this? How about, say, we're going to establish Monday night as a giving back to the community night. Again, this is not rocket science or something new. I said, but Mondays we're going to dedicate as uh, 20% of sales go to an organization. A lot of folks do that. That's not, again, not reinventing the wheel here. But the way I did it to build it and thus promote it and then bring it about was, once you agree to that part, 20% of sales uh, on Monday night, which was normally did, that, you know, it would go to a particular organization. Well, instead of handpicking something, what I did is I went to Facebook at the time. I went into one of the local groups. Every community's got one where the majority of local folks go to get their information. Anyway, I went to this one, and I put it out there, and I said, Hey, what is your most favorite charity in town? Who do you support the most, and why? Boy, people were quick to chime in. Why? Because they care about the things that they support, and so they wanted to share. And so I wound up with a long list of all the different entities in town. But what was really cool is that was a real-world, boots-on-the-ground look at what people, what mattered to them. So I started with the hottest first. Okay, I made a list, and that also translated into 20 weeks, 20 Mondays, 20 Mondays. And everyone knew, after I got this list together, and again, I based it on popularity, with the top being, well, with the hottest being the top one. And there was a method to that, or a method and reason for that too. Now, the one that was like the most popular, period, right out of the box, was the local Humane Society, okay? And everybody loves the furry critters, except when you're recording. Um, (laughs) But I started there because I knew that one would be the one that would get the most action right out of the box as far as people coming out to participate. So, sale, because I like the restaurant anyway, what a crappy restaurant, but just Monday nights weren't top of mind. But to know that 20% of sales were going to go to that particular organization and everybody is already kind of sort of soft committed online to supporting that organization is kind of a win-win. And we did it. We launched Monday night. It was standing room only. And the drive-thru was packed. I call that a hit. Now, the ongoing with it was great because I put together just a simple graphic that listed all the dates and organizations in order as they were going to be for the next 20 weeks. And there was nothing else that the restaurant had to do. Nothing other than just be open and serve good food and offer great customer service. That was it. They didn't have to do anything else. There was no need to bring in a DJ or a band or uh offer anything. They didn't have to do anything other than that. And the people came. And they came a lot. Now the reason that I started with the hottest one is because this was going to be an ongoing promotion. And the Facebook reach was decent. And again, I didn't pay a dime for any advertising on this or promotion. Not a dime. So it was definitely a big win. 
But going forward, I knew that starting with the hottest to get the attention to where people were seeing that parking lot full on a Monday night would build that synergy up. And so the next Monday, the next most popular, it did well. But then as we went through the whole thing, you would find those little-known charities and organizations getting close to the same amount of traction as the big ones when it came to the promotion because of the synergy. And that's why I did it that way, because the event itself needed to be built up, and there's no better way. Like, okay, great example of this is KISS. The band KISS would do that in their early days to where they would book they would they would book a bigger act to play a place and then they themselves would play afterwards because they built an audience off of what was already hot and that worked so there's a few other things on the list i want to put uh and share with you that's coming it's all part of it one being teaching another being um you know what i'm going to save it for the next time i'm at my stopping point of recording so i'm going to do that right now and i truly appreciate you guys listening if you'd like to interact with me you can use the q a on spotify email me via the link in the podcast uh check us out at jimstoybox.com for some other neat stuff that's going to tie into all this and hopefully add some value to your life as we continue to go down the path of imagination belief and action to get everything we want and we're going to do it all together. So until tomorrow, you guys have a fantastic rest of the day and we will talk to you then.